Honored to have uh, one of our good friends, one of my very favorite people in the world of food or any world. I don't know. You can search the Galaxy 40s. The guy behind Charm City Cakes, Baltimore, Charm City Cakes out west in L.A. Absolutely killing it with Duff's Cake Mix. And, of course, an icon uh, and part of some of the biggest uh, shows on Food Network and in food history, the one and only Duff Goldman. Duff, welcome to WGN. Hey, gang. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas to you, man. Happy Hanukkah as well. Thank you. Everything is going on. So this is, you know, you're on all the time. In fact, coming up today, I think starting maybe in about an hour, it's like nonstop. It's going to be all Duff, all holiday baking championship. You're, you're like, you're a major cornerstone programming. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, things are going good. You know, it's good. To, it's, you know, the thing I really like about it is like, you know, my bakers, like when I'm making cake, like, you know, I make it for like 100 people, 150 people, or 20 people, you know, and, you know, at a time, and I get to sort of make those people happy. And then with Food Network, I'm able to make shows that I can make, you know, 2 million people happy, you know, and it just, I don't know, it feels really good to be able to kind of like, you know, instead of sharing what I do in kind of real small bites, I get to share what I do with lots of people. Well, I think just visually, you're bringing attention to a lot of different baking styles, a lot of different uh, levels of, I think, baking ability, too. Do you ever have, certainly when you guys show stuff on uh, the stuff that you guys make at the bakeries or you do it on social media, it's it's mind-blowing, and I'm sure it inspires a lot of people to say, hey, I want something like that. Do you ever have, to whatever level, maybe some of the cakes that some of the contestants have that people come to you and maybe the kids and say, hey, you know, can you make me one like that? Well, you know, it's funny you should ask that. So last season on Kids Baking Championship, um, one of the kids made um, pie-crusted cupcakes. So did like a, she did like a graham cracker crust and then bake the cupcake on top of it. And I was like, well, that's genius, and I've never seen that before. And so um, I actually just wrote a kid's baking book, and I took her recipe, and I mean, I changed it, so instead of a graham cracker, I did an Oreo, and instead of, like, I think she made a key lime cupcake, I made, like, a cookies and cream cupcake. But I actually used her idea. This 12-year-old girl taught me how to do something, and I did it in my new book. So, yes, all the time, you know, I'm constantly learning. I think that's the the best part about being a chef is that you're never going to get bored because the more you learn, the more you realize you don't know anything. Well, and and it's one thing to get, uh, even for a kid, right, to get to the point where they're on television sharing what it is they're they're making with you. I remember it might have been like seven, eight years ago walking with you and you were explaining the concept for Duff's cake mix and you were kind of distilled it down. It's like Build-A-Bear for cakes. And it's got to be the kind of thing where people come in, the kids come in, they get to experiment and then they probably do aspire to be on the tv show it's great yeah it's really cool i think um you know watching kids come in and uh you know i mean a lot of kids like that don't have art in their lives you know what i mean there's not a lot of art programs in school anymore and i think the kids really need that stuff and watching them come in and there might be like you know a little trepidatious a little nervous like man i can't decorate a cake i've never done this before and then when you watch them walk out and they have a cake in their hands that they made and they're just like just puffed out like that's right that's right i made a cake you know like they're super stoked i don't know i love that 
yeah, the the cake mix thing has been really one of those great phenomenons. You know, you you could say, okay, you have, and just to let the listeners know if they're not super familiar, because I think we're yet to open our location here in Chicago, which hope is around the corner. Is it basically <laughs> like you walk in, you have all of kind of that know-how, certainly that vibe that you have from Charm City. You've got all the tools that you'll need to be able to create those things, and then you're in this creative environment. It's great not only just for, for kids to get in there, make cakes, do what it is that they do, but also... Like on the party side too, right? It's a and here's the thing too is for cake mix. We think kids, right? I do anyway, but I'm sure you get a lot of adults either that get in on their kids thing or maybe just come themselves. Yeah, it's um, it's also uh, most of the locations are BYOB, and uh, actually one of our locations we actually have a liquor license. What? And so, you know, like date night, it's great. You, know, you can come in, have some wine, have some drinks, decorate a cake. It's really good because, like, especially for like a first date. Like, hey, let's go decorate a cake. Like, oh, that's interesting. And then you go decorate the cake. And then it's like, you're not just, like, sitting there and you have to talk. And, like, you know, it's like all the attention is focused on the words coming out of your mouth. Like, you have this thing in front of you that you can sort of share this experience. And I think it really kind of breaks the ice, you know, when two people have to go into something that's never done before. It's exciting. It's fun. And, you know, it's a good way to, to you know, get the juices flowing. Wow. I didn't know that. So <laughs> so, so we know what's yeah. going on on the, on the visuals, you know, the cake side of things. And now we know that there's there's a, a bar built in to some of them. Certainly you're encouraged or at least allowed to bring your own stuff. What kind of music do you guys, do you have like a, do you turning up the Barry White? Is that what you're doing? In the <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, one thing I've noticed is that like I have have like different musical tastes than like most of the people that work there a lot younger than me and like most of the kids that are coming in and so I, they there's sort of a standing company policy that like when i'm there they they put on the classic rock station so it's a lot more like zeppelin and pink floyd and the who and rolling stones and stuff like that and then uh when i'm not there it's you know the whatever's whatever's cool today i don't i don't even i don't want to embarrass myself by trying to you know. <laughs> let the listeners know we're talking with uh asa cake star of course star of a holiday baking championship kids baking championship and of course the man behind charm city cakes uh, the one and only duff goldman we're going to take a tiny very quick break and we come back we're going to talk about the holiday time at charm city some of the cool cakes that he's making and then also preview we've got kids baking championship coming up early part of the year and of course the holiday baking championship coming up all day today so so keep it here. It's uh, Duff Goldman and, of course, Dane here along with Seth Zura. So, Duff, we've talked about, and for those people out there that have watched the show, been, you know, big fans of, of Ace of Cakes, you make kind of cakes for some of the biggest names in, in industries and businesses uh, out there. You know, and being in L.A., I know that's one of the kind of things that you figured might happen when you guys opened a place out there. Not only better weather, but also some some really kind of cool and interesting cake cake options. I always joke that you'll be making the cake for the Doobie Brothers, but you've done like NASCAR, like R2-D2, the life-size baby elephant. Is there anything coming through this yeah, holiday man. season that's been cool? Um, I don't know if you guys, uh, if you check out our Instagram, it says Charm City Cake. Um, we just made a cake for Chrissy Teigen's mom, and it was a big bowl of pho, and it was so photorealistic. It was really, really cool. We'll have a link to that up at. I did get a chance to check that out, and Seth, I got to tell you, it's it's it actually looks so real. A lot of the cakes look real, um, but this one was kind of another level, right? Yeah, yeah, it really came out good. It came out good. These guys are firing all cylinders right now. It's, uh, I got a great team, and uh, man, some of the cakes they're making—they just made a uh, this huge, like, 
massive tower of berries for uh, Driscoll's, the berry company. And it's like a huge blackberry, a huge raspberry, a huge strawberry, and a huge blueberry. It's really, really cool. Are you still farming blueberries? Not right. No, no, not right now. We're not. Do you need okay. some though? I got a line on some. I got a guy. <laughs> I mean, I just I, your blueberries were absolutely delicious, and I, I think about them more often than you think. Wow. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah. it's not. I, mean, I can't take really credit good. credit for them. I didn't. I didn't give birth to the blueberries. It's the state of Michigan, and so a big shout out to to Michigan blueberries. Maybe under. <laughs> underappreciated in in some aspects so well one thing that isn't underappreciated is the is the tv side of things and i am i don't want to say i'm shocked or but i'm kind of surprised that that the competition side on the baking thing is like as hot as ever it is contentious it is you know there are so many people out there competing plus it's like popular and great tv are you surprised i mean you're there as sort of this omnipotent and uh, benevolent ruler of the of the baking world <laughs> like passing judgment in, in constructive and positive ways but it's big yeah, it really is. You know, it's funny when they, uh, when Food Ogres first like, hey, we want to do a show about your bakery. We want to come in and like film you guys making cakes. And I was like, that's going to be the most boring show anybody's ever seen. <laughs> like watching cake decorators is like watching paint dry. That's what I thought. You know, I just, I, I mean, I like watching it, but I, you know, I'm what I do for a living. And so I was just like, I don't, I don't think that that's going to work. And you know, lo and behold, man, I mean, it's just, there's something about, the alchemy of baking and cake decorating that I think that people that don't do it find it so fascinating. And then people that do do it find it fascinating for completely other reasons. But I think that, you know, there's, I mean, we're, we, the, the ratings for some of these shows are just massive. And I think it's because it's really interesting to watch people who are good at what they do, even if you don't know how to do it. Right. Like you got people like they watch shows where people are making knives and building houses. And I mean, God, remember, uh, like, you know, um, like Bob Vila, Norm Abrams, you know, New Yankee Workshop, like people were watching shows right. of just guys doing woodworking and they were great and fascinating. Um, you know, watching uh, Bob Ross, same thing, just <laughs> watching a painting come to life. And it's just like, you know, how does how does this amazing thing like just emerge with, you know, some dabs of paint and a flick of the wrist. I mean, it's really, uh, I think for people, I think it's really inspiring. And it, and I think what it does is it kind of like shows people that like, it's not something you're born with. It's not some innate talent. It's just practice, just doing it over and over and over again. So you get good at it. Well, you get that passion, but it is, there's, there's kind of a, a, like a unique dynamic because it isn't all, you know, parents and family of the contestants that are watching. It isn't all people that aspire to do it themselves, but it's, but it's really super entertaining. And I think there's a little bit of drama in there too, that people are, are looking for. Maybe it's like the fight in hockey that people think is going to happen. You look at Bob Vila, you know, <laughs> occasionally him and Norm would, you know, they'd be vexed by, you know, maybe some outdated wiring that they needed to replace. And it was like, what are we going to do? Right? So yeah, you're, right, you're, right. You're like there's a knot in this wood and I'm trying to join these two or something like that. Yeah, you know, it's really funny. It's like when I go to the airport and like, you know, some like random lady is going to come up to me and like poke me in the chest and be like, you know, Lisa shouldn't have gone home last night. <laughs> and you know it. And, you know <laughs> pretty funny because like people get really emotionally invested well I, I gotta tell you on food network and uh you've got the shows are on pretty much from now until all the way to tonight so do you have us our mutual friend uh guy fietti i've been out with him where people come up and say hey talk about this talk about th-. there's so many things you can't keep them straight do you try to do you remember all of them or do you kind of say like well yeah, okay you know or do you kind of just say like i don't remember 
I usually uh, I usually try to engage in like a, a friendly conversation. I mean, some people aren't so friendly, but you know, I always thank them for their passion. <laughs> Well, well, you know, well, here's but, I mean, it's, it's funny how like invested people get. I think it's it's really interesting that that, you know, people like that wasn't fair. I wouldn't have made that decision. I'm like, well, you should have tasted it. You know? Yes. <laughs> right. You always have have that as an out. One thing that you have done, you know, is is been an inspirational, whether it's through the book, some of the events that we've been in, some of your biggest fans are your littlest fans when it comes to kids that yeah. are excited about what it is. So January 6th, Kids Baking Championship, you, uh, Valerie Burton are in there and like how do you do that you dispense a little bit of like constructive criticism a little bit of tough love but you got to be inspirational i mean that show has really taken off yeah i tell you that show's fascinating i mean i remember when they asked me to do it and i was just like i i've never worked with kids i don't don't know if this is a great idea but uh um it just worked i don't know like there's something about and you know it's funny my wife has noticed this too that when we're out in public and there's kids around, like wherever they are, kids like I'm like I'm always looking at them, and they're always looking at me, and like even like babies, I don't, there's something about <laughs> me that kids are like that, like you know when they sort of the like, kids see sort of like the the world of adults as sort of one massive thing, like the you know Charlie Brown, like wah wah wah, wah right? That's right. all they hear. And I think there's something they look at me and they're like that one's different. You know, and I don't know what it is, but it's true and it's funny and it totally works. Yeah. You... So, yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's pretty wild. But seeing seeing what these kids can do, seeing their skills and like, you know, they're not only watching the Kids Baking Championship and sort of learning from Food Network, but like they're watching YouTube and they're watching videos and they're like, oh, I was watching like this, you know, baker on YouTube and, you know, I learned how to do this. I mean, when I when I see a, a like an 11 year old that knows how to make perfect out of shoe, you know, and I didn't learn that till I was 25, you know, it, it just blows my mind. So Duff, do you Absolutely blows my mind. earlier in the program, we talked to some, you know, tech people and gifts and gadgets and things. And we've kind of come to the conclusion that kids are kind of hardwired to be able to use the technology. They know things better than us. I'll give my phone to my eight year old, right. And she'll t- figure out how to work it. Do you think now that you've seen it and you've been with these kids that they're sort of hardwired in a different way to be able to just be advanced when it comes to baking? I think like you and I are almost the same age. And I think that, the difference between like me and you and our parents and me and you and our kids is just light years. Like, I feel like, you know, when, when you and I were growing up, like, you know, all of a sudden there were these computers and you could like do stuff and you could like print funny pictures and, you know, it was just sort of this thing. And then like the internet happened and now we're all walking around with, you know, more technology than was on the, the lunar lander is sitting in our pocket, <laughs> right. right? And I think that the world has changed so drastically, so fast. And, you know, kids are kids. They just, they, 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 they sort of, they, they make the most of whatever environment they're in. If that's like a technology-rich, you know, environment, they're going to learn how to do it. It's just like learning anything else, learning how to walk or learn how to speak. Yep. You know, they're going to learn how to, how to code. Yeah. Um, you know, I'll tell you, uh, one thing that was really interesting. I was just in Jordan with the Culinary Diplomacy Project, which um, it was a, uh, a, pro- a program through the State Department where uh, some, you know, different chefs would go around the world and kind of do sort of goodwill missions to different places. And, um, you know, I went to Algeria. I went to Colombia. I went to, you know, a few different countries um, sort of representing the United States and, you know, working with 
local chefs and just kind of like fostering some goodwill and opening up some ties of, of uh, friendship. And now it's uh, it's an NGO. It's a um, you know it's a private organization now. And uh, I went to Jordan um, with the with the group, and we went to the Zatari refugee camp, which is uh, it's a Syrian refugee camp. It's about eighty thousand Syrians that live there. And, you know, it's a rough place, right? I mean, people are living in, you know, one-room, two-room, concrete sort of, you know, bunkers almost. I mean, it's, it's not a, you know, it's, it's not the happiest place in the world. But one thing I was absolutely struck with was there were lots of children. And the children were laughing and playing and goofing around, and they were they were very happy they were happy kids and it 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 was so striking to me that like you know here in this you know this environment that can be really challenging for people that the kids were bringing just so much life and laughter and joy and, and love and and really made a huge difference that's that's it right it's that younger generation that's always got that optimism side whether it's technology and the whether it's baking whether it's world peace and all that we'll have links to everything up at uh, wgnradio.com and of course encourage everybody to watch food network all night tonight and then of course on january 6th for kids baking championship we're we're late for news but i can't tell you how much i appreciate you taking time and jumping on duff we'll we'll talk to you soon absolutely merry christmas dan it's nice talking to you yep you bet